Welcome to Showbiz Buzz with Bruno, presented by Mads Theater. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Bruno, and today we have lovely and talented people from the Madison Savoyards. And with us is Don Dexter, the director of the current production, and Ryan Nash. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Nice to be both here. So, Don, first of all, um, for people that may not be familiar with the Savoyards, Mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about who they are and what their mission is. Well, we've been around since 1963, and our mission is to uh, preserve... Uh, and and produce the works of Gilbert and Sullivan and entertain Madison uh, through that. And uh, we've had that as our mission for, my goodness, it is 60 years. Wow. Yeah, long time. Uh, we've done this show, this particular show, we've done nine times over that uh, 60 years. So uh, we wanted to do... This show in particular, it's one of the best-loved Gilbert and Sullivan shows. We wanted to do uh, this show for our 60th anniversary. And how many of of these productions have you directed? Uh, This is my second. I did uh, Ruddigore last year, and uh, so... uh, They're kind enough to invite me back again, and... uh, (laughs) uh, This is uh, the second time with them, yeah. And did it start out with, with, with like high school or college students in the, in the origins of it and oh, it kind of evolved into community theater? Way back, way back in time, it was started by high school students and they got a couple of adults who, I'm, I'm 69, so they weren't that much older than <laughs> high school students who they roped in. They were uh, young high school teachers, I think. And uh, they put together a production with a full orchestra. It was still sort of a concert production, I understand, at the uh, Congregational Church here in in town. And so that was the very first, and the very first one I do believe was Iolanthe. That was the first one I was involved in. Yeah. They've they've done that probably about five times, I think. Yeah, we performed that uh, at the old MATC, mm-hmm. which the building, I think, is finally being permanently demolished one piece by piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next year, I did um, Pinafore mm. at First Congregational Church. Yeah. Um, that was my personal favorite because I got to play Dick Deadeye. There's nothing, there's nothing better than to play, you know, a pirate, number one, <laughs> <laughs> and number two, to play a villain. So I, I really, those are two of my, my ones that are near and dear to my heart. And your timing for doing pirates is one of because it's uh, just Linda Ronstadt's birthday was, I believe, yesterday. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. And she was brilliant in Pirates of Penzance. Yeah. Um, so, so happy belated birthday, and, and in honor of you, Miss Ronstadt, we are now bringing Pirates of Penzance to the Madison stages. Uh, so, uh, where do you currently perform this uh, this production? Uh, we're at the Bartell Theater downtown Chicago, uh, or downtown Madison. <laughs> How very dare you! <laughs> I, I, I have big dreams. Uh, uh, 113 East Mifflin Street, downtown, off the square. And obviously you're on the big stage upstairs yep. in the Drury, right? Yeah, we're on the Drury stage. And now on our stage, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, where we're going to perform it. Mm-hmm. And w- what did you do previous to uh, coming aboard with the Savoyers? Oh, I've been very active in uh, the community theater scene here. Uh, uh, I've been with, I've acted with 
probably every uh, community theater in town at one point or another. Uh, before that, uh, I was out in L.A. trying to make a living being an actor, and I took all the money I made acting, and I bought a newspaper, <laughs> and I turned to the want ads and to see what people were really uh, paying for, finally. Hmm. But, uh, and I came back here at that point. And what years were you in L.A.? I was there between uh, 84 and 93. Well, that's exactly when I was there. How come we didn't like do a comedy team I together. have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Stars crossing, paths crossing. Yeah, yeah that's that's when I that's exa- I was there eighty three through ninety six. Then I went to San Francisco. Uh huh. And then I came back to Madison in two thousand and one. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So I w- I was out there. I did uh, a number of uh, did some industrial film out there. So I did do I did work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the family thing happened, and uh, eventually that pulls you out of the belly of the beast and uh, <laughs> drags you back to civilization. True. Well, Madison is lucky to have us. That's all I have to say. To That's right. <laughs> and speaking of the new generation, I'm mm-hmm. going to segue into introducing the lovely and talented Ryan Nash. So tell us a little bit about your character and a little bit more about Pirates of Penzance. Uh, yeah, I mean... I'm playing Frederick, uh, the the pirate apprentice, I suppose. Uh, he's there. Uh, you want to hear about the, the, the character of Frederick? You want to hear about me? What? How about both? Okay. <laughs> um, you can start well, with whichever one you want and then mingle it right in there. <laughs> lovely. Yeah, I mean, we're both uh, characters, so to speak, I like to think. But, uh, yeah, no, I... Um, we're talking, I guess, talking about um, our, our long ten years being elsewhere. Uh I just moved out uh, here to Madison uh, in this past year, uh, last summer, uh, uh, for school at UW Madison. Uh, I was I'm from Massachusetts, uh, where I did school and was raised and born and stuff. So I guess that's uh, that's me. I've spent no time in LA. Um, <laughs> oh well, eventually. Well, yeah, so what? What? Know, why did you? Cho- what made you choose Madison? Uh, uh, really, it was because I had uh, formed a really good connection um, with uh, my teacher's teacher. Uh, my my voice teacher's voice teacher, uh, Jim Doing, uh, who has retired uh, this year, unfortunately. He's abandoned me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was very cruel of him. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, but, no, it's here, and it's, um, love it here. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, uh, it's been really great, you know, and part of the, uh, one of the, my favorite things about starting uh, Saviards is, uh, you know, getting to be connected with the, there's a really like I'm sure you've um, noticed there's like a really bustling and like vibrant like arts community and everybody just like doing all these great things uh, and I and I'm getting to meet them uh, and there's people from all walks of life and all of ages that are just like really talented and and kind and uh, so yeah anyway that's my favorite part about. Being part of that. And is, is this your first production in Madison? Uh, it is. Yes. We did. Uh, <laughs> I know these are difficult questions. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know. No, we did. Uh, we did. Uh, I did uh, the two shows with uh, the UW Madison Opera. We did Albert Herring in the mm-hmm. fall, and we did uh, Traviata uh, in the spring. Uh, this fall, uh, come see Callisto if you're out there. Uh, and then come see in the spring, uh, we're doing The Light in the Piazza. Oh, uh, I love that show. Yeah, cool, gorgeous music. Um, 
but yeah um so i've uh, gotten to i guess uh say hi to the community twice if they go to the uw shows i don't know uh but so i guess this is the third uh hello to the community and um, so are you, are you planning a career in in musical theater or in voice or uh yeah i'm currently uh i'm going into my second year uh of my master's degree uh in voice performance in opera uh at uw madison the plan is if they will pay me uh I will do a great. There's the rub. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. If they if they let me, I'm gonna try and do opera and uh, operetta for a living. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about your character. Uh, now that we know all about you. Oh yeah. Sorry. That's uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the uh, no. So Frederick, the the pirate apprentice. Uh, you know, the show opens, and he's a pirate. He's finally out from his indentures. His contract is up. Uh, and he doesn't want to be a pirate, any- pirate anymore. Uh, he says, you guys are all horrible people. Um, you know, individually, I love you all with affection Aww. unspeakable. But collectively, <laughs> I look upon you with a disgust that amounts to absolute detestation. Uh, yeah, and like, I don't know, I really think it's a show about people all of these characters like with like struggling with their morality and like codes of operating in life and frederick is i think very funny because he's very really strong in his sense of like legality but i think he really struggles with the uh being a good person part <laughs> like he like makes decisions acts certain ways and he's like not a good person he just he tries to do the right thing um, but, you know, coming-of-age story, like, I guess, a lot of stories. A man finding his way through the world. Yes. Trying. And, and- uh, what, so what, what drew you to Gilbert and Sullivan as, 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 a, as a venue for you? Uh, really, um, if I'm going to be honest, uh, I don't know very much about Gilbert and Sullivan. Um, it was recommended, uh, you know, because we saw the, uh, the ad, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And people were like, Frederick would be great for you and, like, expanding, like, what you can do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And uh, I love, like, the British humor. Like, there's, like, a refusal to take anything seriously in Gilbert and Sullivan, which is, like, funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's like, uh, it's different from other, like, contemporary... Uh, or contemporaneous, uh, like, straight comedies, because it's, like, there is, like, uh, there is a bitingness, right? There's, like, a point being made, always, with the humor, which is funny. It's not just silly. It is, like, um, as I said, you know, like, these people struggling with their moral codes in, like, just stupid ways. Um, so, yeah. And that really was kind of the mission of Gilbert Sullivan. They were really poking fun at the aristocracy, really poking fun at, at the politics oh, of the yes. time. Uh, Gilbert was a was a devoted Whig, who which was the left wing of British politics at the time, and uh, very much a small R Republican. He did not uh, really believe there should be a monarchy in England, and a lot of these jibes are the fact that all of these people uh, have so much. And have done so little to earn it. 
and and of course, you know, musically, it's you know, the the songs have transcended operetta mm-hmm. and opera to where they've come mainstay in a lot of a lot of a lot of contemporary and in past theater pieces. Yeah, uh, and my favorite thing is always the patter songs, oh, which yes. I think are are brilliantly and in, genius. But God forbid, mm-hmm. you're like you miss one beat <laughs> yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and who's playing your modern major general in this? Uh, Bradley Carter is. Bradley Carter, who he's a madman, and uh, <laughs> yeah. but a great madman and uh, very talented. And uh, he's got the, he is the rap master of our organization. So uh, do come and see it. If you, nothing else, see it for him. Well, see it for this guy, there too. There you go. Yeah. There you go. He looks slighted. No. <laughs> we got him. We got the Young Lovers. We got everything in the show. We got Young Lovers. We got the comics. We got the chorus. We have ladies in 1890s-style swimsuits. What's there not to like? Ooh, and on that note, we're going to take a short break. We're going to bring one of the lovely ladies onto our stage and uh, give chance for uh, Ryan to beat um, Don into a pulp. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Welcome back to the second half of Showbiz Buzz with Bruno. And due to the magic of our wonderful, capable staff, a.k.a. Benjamin Barlow, (laughs) we are here now with the lovely, lovely and talented Madison Rose, which I'm making that your stage name forever now. It works. I don't mind. Such a great name. so befitting you. So welcome to the hot seat. Thank you. Uh, So first of all, tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, where you've been where you'd like to go to. Yes. (laughs) So my name is Madison. Yes, my parents attended UW-Madison, and so did my grandparents, and so did my cousins, and so did all my aunts and uncles. However, I live in Minnesota, and I went to University of Minnesota Twin Cities. So I apologize ahead of time, but (laughs) I still love Madison. So I went to Minnesota for both my undergraduate and my graduate degrees, and I have my master's in vocal performance. I graduated my master's in 2020, so obviously that was a year that a lot of stuff went down. So it's been kind of a a difficult progression, but it's been really good. So now I've been doing work um, with Minnesota Opera, um, with doing work with Lyric Opera of the North, with uh, Journey North Opera. I was at Chautauqua last summer, which is in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. I was at the Chautauqua Conservatory. Um, Yeah, so, and this summer I saw the ad because you guys advertised nationally and I thought, oh, I'd love to sing Mabel. And so I drove and thought I'd give it a try. And thankfully they said yes. So you're like an artist in residence for this then, right? <laughs> Somewhat, a little bit. I suppose you could say that, yes. Uh, and tell me a little bit more about, about, about Mabel, about her care. Who is she and, and what is she all about? She is wonderful. I just love her. I've been singing one of her arias since I was 19 years old, and I'm 27 now. So Get away. You are not 27. I am. I'm 27. I know. Wow. I know. I look really young, and I don't mind. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I. she is... Um, she falls in love with Frederick at first sight. But what I love about her and what I love about what Gilbert and Sullivan did is that they gave her more agency than many female characters have in opera. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's something as an opera singer that I've had to grapple with um, because there are so many shows, and with my voice type being the light, ingenue, or comedic, oftentimes my roles are... um, 
they're great. They're beautifully sung, but the characters themselves, the women just have things happen to them. And what I love about Mabel is, especially the way Don is staging this, is that she makes things happen. <laughs> she goes after Frederick. And in fact, Frederick has kind of given up, like, maybe no one will love me. And she goes, oh, no, 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 I will. You're fine. And then, you know, we even, I lead him in a dance, you know, all these different things. And I love that about her. And she's maybe not the brightest bulb on the tree, but <laughs> she knows what she wants. Yes. And that is something I really respect as her character. And um, and she loves Frederick. She does. She falls in love with him and, and she wants what's best for him and what's best for her, which I think is something we don't often see in operas or operettas from that time period. And have there been other Gilbert Sullivan shows that you've been in? Not, no. I've seen several Gilbert and Sullivan shows, but this is the first time that I've, I usually do more hardcore opera. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, baby. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hardcore less opera. Hardcore opera. <laughs> <laughs> but less, uh, I don't often do a ton of operetta, but this was one that I really wanted to do at some mm. point, and, and I'm enjoying it very much. So, Don, what did you think when she came into audition? Oh, she, she did this cadenza. <laughs> I was just—it was like the atomic blast, you know. <laughs> and it—it—that it, was fabulous. And she had this nice personality when we were just talking. You know, we only have about, you know, ten minutes per person mm -hmm. to see the, which is hard on us as well as the audition mm -hmm. people auditioning. Uh, but she pretty much blew these two blew me away in what they could do, and and. Uh, I am very excited to have them in the cast. Excited to be here. It was fun, and I liked, I actually walked out of the audition, so because my family all went here, my I'm living with uh, a family friend this summer, which is very kind, you know, getting to stay, but I walked out and I just said, that was one of the best like audition atmospheres I've had in a long time. Um, because whether it's just part of the industry and, and you rarely get feedback, you rarely get people engaging, even if you're doing comedic pieces, you know, I count it as a win if I can make the administration laugh, whatever. And they laughed throughout the whole thing. And then they actually spoke to me as a person, which sounds like it shouldn't be that big of an ask. And yet sometimes it is. And so I really appreciate it. And I thought, okay, I'd love, I hope that they liked it. <laughs> I hope, that I I hope they like me. They really like me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, and what are your aspirations for after the show? Yeah. So I, um, I hope to continue performing and doing roles. Um, at some point, I, I think I want to get my DMA and be a professor. I do teach. I have about 15 students right now that I teach um, that I really love. And I love uh, teaching, kind of taking people from good to great or great to excellent, you know, really refining their artistry. Um, but next on the docket, um, I'm going to be in Dark Sisters, which is a complete opposite of this role. It's <laughs> very dark as birthed by the title um, and it's about the sect of Mormonism that broke off when they outlawed polygamy and so it's a very like raw show um, and it's going to be a, quite a change from this but um, where is that, that at? that'll be in Journey North Opera in Minneapolis so uh, that'll be at the end of September so that's next and then um, I'm also going to do La Boheme with Minnesota Opera in the spring wow. so I'm in the chorus for that and yeah other auditions other yeah so that's that's the hope is to keep this going a little bit, you know. And what's the age range of your students? My students, they range. I really teach past puberty um, because I want to be able to really work with them. Again, not worry about damaging the voice because the voice mm -hmm. is so fragile in that mm -hmm. period. Um, and so they're usually aged 14. I have some, mostly high schoolers, but I do have a couple adult women that is really fascinating to work with because it's a different dynamic as, you know, I'm younger 
than they are. And yet I have the degrees and I have, you know, more experience. And so but then they also have more life experience. And so teaching in a way that like, you know, we're, we're navigating different hormonal changes or different things that have happened in their lives. And how do you make the voice? My goal is to make sure that everybody feels like they find their voice. I don't want them to have my voice. I don't want them to have Ariana Grande's voice. I want them to have their voice because otherwise we're bereft of their voice in this world. And that's a sad thing. And so whatever that looks like for them, I think that's the most important. That's so cool. And are they all female? Yes. I do have a couple of boys. Yeah, their voices change by that. <laughs> yes. What do you see? So, I love them. <laughs> but it is, and that one is one too, where I sometimes will contact an old teacher of mine and say, is this normal? Like, I, I, I think it is, but I want to make sure that I'm not doing anything. And he's always like, yes, they're, they're baby baritones. It's going to happen. <laughs> Which is always, okay, you're normal. <laughs> And do you do this through the, the Minnesota Opera? No, so I do this through a couple different. So um, I have my own studio. I teach actually at my former high school. So wow. they invited me back in to right. be a private teacher, which I just love. That's and so cool. It's really cool. And then to get to work with my former teachers and on um, yeah, and then a couple different churches I work through as well. So I kind of have three streams, um, and then a couple of church jobs and yeah. Yeah, it works out. So are they all coming down here to see you in, in the show? A lot of them are. It's very sweet. So they really... You. They <laughs> yeah, the box office thanks you. Yes. No, I have, you know, family, because my mom's whole side of family lives in Milwaukee. So they're all coming up. Um, and then, yeah, a ton of my friends, including friends who are taking days off of work to come drive up from Minneapolis. And it's very sweet. I feel very appreciated and loved. And I, yeah, it's a very kind thing for them to do. That's very, very sweet. Uh, so what do you think of your fellow castmates in the show? I love them. <laughs> <laughs> now, really? I, I want you to we have to be honest here. <laughs> yes, I know. No, I, no, everyone really has been so welcoming and kind. And we a bunch of us went out after rehearsal on Friday. Um, and it was such an it was a motley crew because we had like ages 22 to 69. And it was nine of us. And mm -hmm. it was just such a <laughs> but it was a fun thing. Like how often in life do you get to have such a diverse group of ages and people um, and people who, you know, do music as a profession, people who don't, mm -hmm. people who do all sorts of different things. And so and then I've really enjoyed working with Ryan as well. I think he's incredibly talented. Yes, you. I think he's incredibly talented. And, and I think we play off of each other really well, which is important in this show. I think if we didn't like each other, I think we'd have issues. <laughs> Then you'd be doing Kiss Me Kate, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And what's it like working with a younger man as your leader? <laughs> it was actually very sweet. My boyfriend said, okay, you're older. you got to take him out to dinner first <laughs> before oh, you kiss him. Oh, isn't that nice of him? Said, okay, Besides, thanks. Frederick has a thing for older women. He does. He has a thing for older women, yes. So it's been very fun. Excellent. Uh, so, Don, anything else that we should know about and any of the details you have in your your crib notes that you so generously brought with you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pirates of Penzance is at the Bartell Theater, 113 East Mifflin Avenue. Uh, we have performances uh, Friday, August 4th. That's when we open. Saturday, August 5th. Thursday, August 10th. Friday, August 11th. Saturday, August 12th at 7.30 p.m. Two matinees, August 6th and August 13th. That's at 3 p.m. And we also have a special children's event, uh, which is uh, before the performance on uh, Sunday the 6th. So I hope you'll be there. Uh, tickets range from uh, 21 to 36, depending on your age and circumstances.
And we hope we will see you all there at the Bartell Theater in downtown Madison. <laughs> yes, that's Madison, right? Yeah, downtown, downtown Madison. Madison. <laughs> uh, so what's, tell me a little bit more about the children's event. What is that entailing? Well, we uh, give them a tour of the of the Drury Theater where we're going to be doing our work. We show them the dressing rooms. We uh, acquaint them a little bit with the uh, material they're going to see. We... Uh, Acquaint them with some of the language, actually, mm -hmm. to help them enjoy mm -hmm. the show. And uh, basically give them a, a little preview of what they're going to see. And uh, we think, and we think that uh, that'll help them enjoy the show. And we hope to grow uh, future Savoyards uh, from this process. So, and is that included in the ticket price for the matinee, or is it a, is it a separate event? That is a freebie. Oh, it's a f even better. You could even sneak in. <laughs> Dress up as Don't a do this. Don't yeah. do this. But you could come in and just do the children's event and uh, stiff us. But uh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Please come and see the show. And will this involve the whole cast? Will you be, will you be involved yes. with that? I'm so excited. Outreach is actually one of my favorite things. Before COVID, I got to be Cinderella um, in Aww. a touring production of Cinderella. It was so much fun. And, like, just to... Kids ask very blunt questions sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like, are you really in love? And you have to kind of navigate. The characters are, and I love this person as a person, but <laughs> no. <laughs> or, like, you sing really loud. Yes, I do. Thank you. <laughs> like, how do you sing so? I like those, but I, I love it. It's so much fun to just. And how do you dance in those glass slippers? Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's very. Is this the first time you've done that with kids? Uh, no. Like, we, oh, we you do that for every show? do that uh, one, per, one matinee performance each uh, season. I did not know that's the yeah. first I've heard about that. I think yeah. that's a great thing. And uh, I mean, so I'm assuming that's going to be a continued thing you'll do in, in for future productions. Yes, as well? yes, that's part of our outreach, and uh, uh, yeah, that's an important part of what mm -hmm. we do. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's you know Madison Savoyards. You say Savoyards, I say Savoyards. You say Savoyards, I say Savoyards. <laughs> With Gilbert Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance at the Bartell Theater downtown Madison, get your ticket. Are the reserved seats or the general admission? Uh, they are. It's. It's reserved seats, yes. Okay, so so go into the Bartell box office, go on the Bartell uh, website, buy your tickets now, take your kids, take the yes. whole family, come and see it many times, go to the children's thing. I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really wonderful thing to make sure that our kids have arts in their lives and that they can experience live theater. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time on Showbiz Buzz with moi. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you for coming Thank you. in today. See you next time. <laughs>